Shvi'i, the last Aliyah of Parsha Shoftim, brings us to two discussions. One is, the first one is Melchemes Harashos, when the Jews are going to war not against the seven nations, because of course we know, as the Torah reiterates over here in, in all the puzzle pieces coming together, the seven nations of the land of Israel, when they conquered them, when they went to war to them, they were meant to destroy them entirely. Rashi points out over here, interesting note, that even from the seven nations, if <clears throat> if someone wanted to convert, they would be allowed to convert, but they couldn't leave them if they wanted to stick to their idolatry. Then they had to be entirely destroyed. But if it was in Melchemes Arishos, a voluntary war where they were just against neighbors, against surrounding nations, expanding the borders of Israel, then there are unique rules which the Torah demands of us, which is A, first say to them, would you like to make peace? And if they accept peace, if they sue for peace, then you don't leave them, then you then you establish taxes, that they are, are quote-unquote enslaved to you, and then at that point, then there won't be problems. If you just leave them alone, of course, and you have non-Jews who are committed to idolatry amongst you, it will be a problem. Um, if they don't make peace, says the Torah, they haven't made peace, they're not willing to come to your conditions to ensure that they are that they are that they won't be a problem for us then you can attack them you can lay siege the Torah says you lay you lay siege but you don't do it too close to Shabbos the siege takes t- takes time you set it up before um, before Shabbos it should be more than three days before Shabbos and you, and um, and the discussions for peace offering them peace should also be for two or three days I guess that means wars like this had to start at the beginning of the week the Torah tells us us also that you're attacking human beings and you're going to have to kill people. But there's no reason to destroy the fruit-bearing trees which are productive, which are, which are, which are a blessing that Hashem gave. They've done nothing, nothing wrong to you. Famously, the Torah says they're not a human. They're not a human. So get rid of, there's no reason and no right to, for you to be destroying them. Then we go on to the second thing in the last unit of this Parsha, Parsha Shoftim, is about the Egla Arufa. And the Egla Arufa is a very, very unusual thing where we find a person killed, dead, and there's no identifying features. There's no knowledge of what happened over here. And we do a, a we bring the the, the major courts, um, the judges from the major courts come and they measure to the closest city. And, and then the elders of that of that closest city have to come and do a process to achieve atonement for the fact that someone who, who left from their city, presumably, was killed. And they have to offer a prayer, and they say to Hashem that, that we didn't know anything about this person. Of course, if we did, we would have taken care of them. The obligation of every Jew is to send off and take care of each Jew that would be leaving their city in a proper manner. We didn't do anything wrong. We had no knowledge of it. Otherwise, we would have. And then there is a process whereby at a dry river, bed, they would, they would kill as an atonement, um, uh, in a, not in a normal slaughtering manner, but from the back of the neck, a young calf, as, an, as a kapara, as an atonement, and Rashi says very clearly, if you do the process properly, it brings atonement, but, says the Torah, says, as Rashi explains, if you would find the murderer at some later date, he is not free, the, the atonement is for us, the, the community, that we were not, that we didn't do anything wrong, we didn't, uh, we weren't slack in our obligations, to take care of people, but if we find the murderer, of course, he would still get his punishment, and that's how the Torah ends, that we're always trying to do what is just in the eyes of Hashem.